Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 231 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for another day in your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today as we read your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 9. There's a lot happening in this chapter. Jesus sends the 12 apostles out to heal the sick and drive out demons. Verse 6 tells us, They went about from village to village, preaching the gospel and restoring the afflicted to health everywhere. Their faith must have increased as they found themselves healing the people wherever they went. This happens when we walk in the power of God. May we walk in God's power today. When they returned, Jesus wanted to take them to a quiet place to rest and be restored after all the work they had done. However, the crowds of people followed them. Verse 11 says that Jesus welcomed them, taught them about the kingdom of God, and healed them. He never turned anyone away, even when he and his disciples were tired. He won't turn us away either, my friend. As the day was coming to an end, the disciples told him to send the people home, but Jesus had other plans. He used this moment as a teaching moment and a moment to increase their faith in him. He gave them a task. He told them to feed the people. However, they couldn't do it on their own. We couldn't have either. In fact, we cannot serve God or obey him without his help, just as the disciples. By giving his disciples the task of feeding the people, Jesus showed them how. He prayed. He gave thanks and then asked God to bless the food they had for his use. May we follow his example as well. May our hearts always give thanks and ask the Lord to bless what we have to serve others. We see Jesus continue to teach his disciples throughout the chapter. He asks them who they think he is, and Peter tells him he believes he is the Christ. Jesus warns them not to tell anyone. They don't quite understand everything he tells them and all that is about to happen when he is taken to be crucified, but they will. Verse 51 says, Now when the time was almost come for Jesus to be received up to heaven, he steadfastly and determinedly set his face to go to Jerusalem. Jesus was determined to go to the cross. I've mentioned this before, but most people run from danger. Jesus went toward it, knowing he was going to be tortured and killed for us, for all people. That is love. He willingly gave his life to save us. May we praise him today for being our Savior. Well, let's see what Paul is teaching the Corinthians in chapter 16. Paul encourages the people to set aside their tithes for ministry. He tells them who is coming to them to minister to them. And then in verse 13, he says, Be alert and on your guard. Stand firm in your faith, your conviction respecting man's relationship to God and divine things, keeping the trust and holy fervor born of faith and a part of it. Act like men and be courageous. Grow in strength. Then he tells them, let everything you do be done in love. Trust love to God and man as inspired by God's love for us. May we take his advice today and be alert, stand firm, be courageous, revere God, and do everything we do in love. Let's see what's happening in Job chapter 33. Yesterday, we read that Elihu had something to say to Job. Today, we read about what that is. He tells Job that his words were inspired by God. He incorrectly says that Job thinks himself to be without sin. Job hadn't said he was without sin, but said that he wasn't guilty of all the wickedness he had seen in other people. Elihu goes on telling of God's superiority, which none of the men disagree with. He talks about God calling people to repentance and is gracious to them when they repent. 
God restores the one who draws close to him. In fact, God does this more than once for his people. He will continue to forgive and restore multiple times. In this, he is correct. He just doesn't see Job's situation correctly. In chapter 34, he goes on telling Job he is wrong in his claim that he is innocent. He just cannot see how a righteous man would be given the kind of misery and affliction Job had been given, and therefore he must have sins to confess. In verses 34 and 35, he says, Men of understanding will tell me, indeed, every wise man who hears me will agree that Job speaks without knowledge and his words are without wisdom and insight. He goes on to say that he talks like a wicked man, is rebellious and defiant against God. He has more to say, which we'll read about tomorrow. We can surmise that he is no more wise than the other so-called wise men. On the other hand, we only know what we know, and they only know what they know. May God grant us wisdom as we seek him. May he give us understanding, and may he give us a heart for people accompanied by a lack of judgment over them. Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm 50. This psalm teaches us about the sacrifice of thanksgiving and praise. Verse 5 says, Gather together to me, my saints, those who have found grace in my sight, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. And then verses 14 and 15 clarify sacrifice. Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High and call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall honor and glorify me. May our hearts always be thankful to God for all he is and all he does. Finally, verse 23 says, He who brings an offering of praise and thanksgiving honors and glorifies me. And he who orders his way aright, who prepares the way that I may show him, to him I will demonstrate the salvation of God. May our hearts be full of praise and thanksgiving to the Lord. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you and your ways. Father, put a song of praise and thanksgiving in our hearts today and every day. May your joy be in our soul as we realize you have made a way for us to be eternally yours. We praise you, God. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.